Okay, this is the first. I forgot that there was a notification <laughs> for when it records. Um, this is the first episode of Runtime with Ria, and my first guest is a very special guest. Uh, we've had some great conversations in the past, so I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to interview you. Um, so without further ado, can you please uh, introduce yourself? Uh, hi, Ria. Thank you for inviting me, and uh, it's my honor to be your first guest. Uh, my name is uh, Noor. I'm from Egypt. Uh, I'm working as a customer success account manager in Microsoft. Uh, my uh, customers are mainly based in the Middle East and Africa region. I've uh, just, uh, I haven't been over a year in Microsoft, so I'm still like kicking off my career. And uh, that's it. That's so cool. I think even your background is so interesting because um, honestly, I haven't really met a lot of people from different places. So this is just cool for me to talk to someone um, in a different atmosphere, really. Um, so is the so I have a list of questions. Uh, and the first one, I guess, is a little bit difficult to answer, I think, because it's so broad. And every time anyone asks this question, I never have an answer. But hopefully you do. Um, who is your hero or someone who inspires you? Um, okay. I don't have like a specific person who inspires me. I just get inspired by, by anyone who's trying to make a change in the world. It doesn't have to be in a specific area. Maybe they're trying to be like um, environmentally aware. Maybe they're like animal lovers. They, um, uh, I get, I get so touched. Yeah, I mean, the people like uh, the less privileged people, the ones where I usually see videos when somebody who's like less privileged, they're homeless or something of uh, the sort, and uh, they just start giving away stuff they have for people in need because they know. They know that how bad it is that you're cold, for example, or you're hungry or anything. So um, I'm always inspired with people who are always willing to give, no matter the, the circumstances they're in. Yeah, kindness, I think, is a universal inspiration. Yeah, um, those videos always make me cry anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah. yeah, the world is already a tough place. So we need yeah. to make it a bit easier for each other. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it boggles my mind when people are kind of uh, avoiding to, like kindness. Like they try to actively, um, mm. you know, only be out for themselves and power hungry. Just because yeah. at the end of the day, we're all human. We all go through our own complex lives and ups and downs. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, that's exactly. an important thing that people uh, overlook. Well, if I can add my like uh, two cents about this topic, every evil person they they have a bit you know the yin yang symbol. Mm -hmm. So no matter how bad you are, or no matter how dark you are, you have this white spot within. And I guess this evilness has a background. No, none of us was born evil or like born like a, a bad person or yeah. a selfish person or anything. It, it always has to go back to this incident or this time in life, which completely transformed this uh, person. Yeah. So uh, 
at the beginning of uh, um, when I I have an encounter with somebody that is not treating me well or anything, the first thing I try to do is give them an excuse. But then they turned out to be like a, <laughs> the worst person on earth. <laughs> Myself, but giving them the chance. But uh, this is what I try to live by because maybe somebody will come to me in a day while I'm not feeling well or I'm in a bad mood and I'll be like very um, unkind to them unintentionally, of course. Yeah. So they will perceive this idea of me. So I want somebody to give me the benefit of the doubt. This is yeah. why I try to do it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I always try to rationalize people's actions. Uh, mm. Try to see it how, where they're coming from. But I think at some point, it becomes more harmful to you, more detrimental for you to be kind of rationalizing every one of their mm. Uh, mm. not so great actions. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think, yeah, that was actually one of the, my goals of 2021. Um, I think like rationalizing people's actions and uh, almost trying to cover for them. I think that's like a double-edged sword. On the one hand, it's a good thing because yeah, just like you said, you could have a bad day and act like that towards someone, but it's not, you know, like a testament to your character. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, it becomes bad when in your mind, you think that they're a better person than they are. So you kind of like, you romanticize the idea of the person um at least for me that was like a huge thing I wanted to I wanted to just be more uh like unbiased almost like I just wanted to look at someone for the actions that you know they're uh showing me and kind of judging them off of that but also you know keeping open open judgment stuff like that so it's a hard balance but totally I mean, be kind, not stupid. So yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> hard Yeah. Um, so the next question is, uh, could you just describe like your academic history? How was your experience in school, high school? Okay. Uh, my academic background is like a roller coaster, you know, <laughs> from the first day, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Up until this moment, I don't know what I want to do. So... Um, in uh, high school, I, I've, I was studying the um, subject that would qualify me to engineering. And then um, during my last year, uh, I just decided, okay, why don't uh, I've already finished all my subjects. Why don't I have this year dedicated to studying some subjects that can qualify me to study pharmacy? Uh, and this was like completely out of the box. So, yeah. And I was like, okay, just let me take it. Uh, just in case you never know what might happen mm-hmm. and maybe you you do not get any admission into one of the uh, universities you need in engineering so it was like okay let me take this and um, I had a really hard time studying biology because uh, I'm not very good at biology <laughs> um, when it when it came to admission the day of admission I actually had you know, sent my admission to pharmacy universities not engineering at all and oh. this was completely yeah this was I was completely everybody was caught off guard it was like you wanted to study engineering what's happening and I was like I don't know I don't know what's happening uh, okay sorry for the noise no I can hear it okay great uh and then uh um I got accepted into pharmacy mm-hmm. uh but like 
last minute decision. I just said, no, 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 I'm just gonna go with engineering. And I went to, uh, an, to the, an engineering university, but I was studying architecture at first. Ah. So yeah, I, I spent three weeks in architecture and I said, no, this is not for me. So I went <laughs> to electrical engineering and then, and then midway, I was like, okay, no, this is not for me. Uh, but I was like, just push it until you graduate. You never know what might happen. And um, I was actually like, my grades were good. So here in Egypt, if you, you graduate top of class, uh, you are offered like a teaching assistant position in your university. So I was second on my class. And this is what was my, uh, like my career aspiration. Okay, I just want to be top, top of class so I can be a teaching assistant. Um, last year, during my school years, uh, I knew I was gonna be granted this position, but I just applied for studying masters uh, abroad. Uh, you never, I mean, I don't know from where <laughs> these ideas come from. I really don't know. <laughs> but I just like do spontaneous stuff. Uh, and then uh, I was offered actually a teaching assistant position but I just decided no I just wanted to travel <laughs> and I went to Europe to study for my master's mm -hmm. and it was uh, maybe um, mainly in renewable energies I was focusing on renewable energies uh, and this is what I wanted to do in life like leave an impact on the environment and help in making the world a better place because uh, the idea of global warming like yeah. gives me uh, <laughs> a really hard time. Yeah. So I was I was completely on track, uh, and I knew what I wanted to do. Okay, but I didn't know how. So I went back to Egypt. I started like interning in a um, um, consulting office for solar energies. Like we were uh, building the like this roofs of people's houses we were putting the pv panels uh, so on and so forth uh and then uh i don't know what happened again i started into <laughs> making uh, sending applications to uh reputable uh, companies like microsoft for example and uh, while i was interviewing for microsoft i was actually interviewing for another huge telecommunication company mm -hmm. and both of them had nothing to do with renewable energy. I mean, now, as you can see, I am not doing anything with related to renewable energy. And the other one was a telecommunication and I was going to um, be mainly focused on the coding and developing uh, stuff. Um, but then I ended up here and I'm really, really glad that my plan didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm really in a really nice position yeah uh, and I love uh, I love the company I love my team I love the job of course I'm struggling every day I mean before uh, talking to you I was like like giving myself uh, uh, bone. <laughs> I, I don't know face poems I don't know what I was doing but I was really stressed because I couldn't find something and, uh, that I wanted to do but it's just a learning journey. I mean, so. Yeah, it worked yeah, out in the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped putting plans, you know? Yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> um, uh -huh. I think 
I love that that's your, you know, history in, in, of school, just because that's so crazy to go back and forth. But honestly, I think that also shows like your adaptability to different situations. And, you know, for me, I feel like if I were in your position, I would have just stuck it out in um, like pharmacy school or something. I would just try to go with it. Um, I think I'm more of like a, a plan. I need to stick to a plan. I, I like to plan ahead, you know. Um, but I wish I could be more spontaneous. That's an a, amazing history, like story. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I think that's, I mean, I think that's, I'm really glad that you ended up where you are. And it's funny just because out of all of the subjects you studied, you ended up in something that you didn't or like necessarily. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I, mean, I have no bag. I mean, compared to all my teammates, I mean, like most of them, they have the computer engineering, computer mm. science background. So when it comes to the technical aspects of the job, I'm a bit behind. Mm. So I have to like catch up with them a bit. So this is like yeah. my everyday struggle right now. <laughs> no, I think that's also cool because you get to learn something I mean, a lot of people think the, the way life phases go is you learn something and you go, you get a job in it and you just do that for the rest of your life. But I think it's cool that you're learning while you're there, you know? Um, so I think that's probably something that I would hope to do in the future, just keep learning, which I think is also a hard part of entering the arena of computer science and technology, just because there's always something new. You always have to learn something new but um, I'm sure you're going to catch up just fine. So um, yeah, I think, yeah, that's a really great story. I love that part. Um, so I guess we've kind of covered some of the questions, but um, so you did kind of go over, I, I, the next question I had was, did you always know what career you wanted? So I'm guessing that's a no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I was just having a discussion with what I wanted to do next, I mean, uh, maybe I want to change my my job, or maybe I want to explore different teams. Mm. Like, I don't know. Just leave me where I am for <laughs> now. <laughs> Let me discover if I can do the job properly, and we can take it from here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So my next question is. Um, was there a moment in your journey that you considered not continuing or lost hope? And how did you overcome that phase? Uh, when I first uh, finished my master's and I came back to Egypt, I wasn't able to find a job at all. Mm. And I was unemployed for a decent amount of time. Uh, and I was so bummed. Uh, and I all what was like... Uh, uh, my, uh, I don't know, my number one thought was that all my parents' uh, efforts <laughs> has been put to waste mm. and uh, I'm useless and I cannot even find a job uh, and I completely lost hope uh, and I even considered pursuing like a PhD because this was the most uh, uh, like... Um, it was the safest option, you know, and mm. uh, it was the most guaranteed option, if I can say it's guaranteed. But I mean, it was easier for me than finding a job. So uh, 
uh, I've considered going back to Europe and just pursuing my PhD. And this is the only thing that I, that I can do now. I can do nothing but keep studying my whole life because I cannot find a job. And I was really, really mad at the world and really mad at myself. But uh, uh, I just kept pushing myself. It's like, okay, just wait like one, like, one more year and if you didn't find a job then you can do whatever you want you can go back study for your phd be a researcher be whatever you want but just give yourself a bit of a time yeah so yeah and it worked yeah it's, it's always hard to you know be in that position and still be optimistic um it is hard to keep trying but I mean, it got you here. And if you if you had stopped trying or, you know, it would have been a different story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it shows a lot about your your, you know, ability to overcome hardships. And that, I think that's a really important quality. So yeah. and thank you so much. It's oh, just life. Life <laughs> does this to me. <laughs> and you, there is a huge thing. Uh, I don't know if this is the the right term for it but it's called like child remorse or something where mm-hmm. I let like that feeling that you were mentioning um because I've felt that as well and it causes a lot of you know pent-up stress and it can translate into your adult life into your work life stuff like that so mm-hmm. uh, I think it's it's safe to say that everyone needs to give themselves like a break and pat themselves on the back and you know remember all of the great things that they've done so yeah, exactly. and there are a lot of things in life that you cannot control I mean exactly how can I control somebody giving me a job why was <laughs> yeah. I hard on myself I don't know I mean it's <laughs> my point why was I I was so hard on myself so you just need to give yourself a break like you said and uh, don't I mean put blaming yourself the the last result as I've always told you I don't know if you remember but I do when everything okay <laughs> when everything goes wrong there are a million reasons, but we usually go with blaming ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to put it like the last resort right now. Uh, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's like such such a motto to live by, which is actually one of my other questions. But um, I think that, yeah, I think that's just a great way to see things because it, it's it's better I mean easier said than done of course yeah. but it is an important thing to you know remember exactly. in, yeah. in the worst of times all right so um, is well I guess you kind of answered this as well oh is my audio messed up right now it, it was breaking off a bit but you're back now but your video uh, it's frozen okay but it's okay I can hear you yeah, I don't know. My audio seems really weird right now, too. It sounds like a robot coming out of the... Let me try to... Oh, no. It's okay. I can hear you properly. Okay. I'll just continue. Um, so you kind of answered this already, but the next question is, do you see yourself changing your career path at any point? Uh, or do you think you will get sick of what you're doing? Or is it something that captivates you every day? Um, I'm always unsure about where am I am I going next I don't have a definite answer for this and I'm always afraid that I'm stuck in the same position I mean don't get me wrong I love love my job uh, and I it's it suits my uh, my life I mean it suits uh, uh, I have a good work-life balance uh, I'm dealing uh, 
with people that uh, whom I can connect with, and everything is going on great. But uh, I always had this dream of being uh, an executive uh, chef in a fine dining restaurant. So <laughs> my uh, like long uh, term plan is like when I'm like 45 or something, maybe I will retire, go study in a culinary school in uh, wow. a fancy place in the world and open my own Michelin star restaurant. So here you go. Uh, one second, <laughs> I have to... Okay, so hopefully the... Uh kind of break in between wasn't too bad. Uh, I don't think the audio is working too great right now. Um, so we're going to wrap up this podcast, but I wanted to thank you for, you know, talking to me. I loved all the stories you had and hopefully we can continue this conversation very soon. Um, but this was really fun for me. Um, definitely something that I want to continue doing. This was my first episode and I want to have many more. Um, but yeah, this was really fun and I can't wait for the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ria, and uh, good luck with your uh, good luck with your podcast. I'm sure you're gonna be uh, great. I mean, you've always uh, inspired me with your stories and your uh, how good you were during our time. Uh, I was just going to doing our time together, and I I just realized when I'm saying it that it might sound like <laughs> too strange. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can uh, barely hear you, but you know, I can get make out like words here and there. Uh, okay, I, I just thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.